0: You can kick your fancy ales. you can drink them by the wagon. but the only for the brave and comes
1: from that green dragon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another Green Dragon podcast. I have here with me today Travis. Yo David. Greetings. Charles. G'day. And myself, Matt, I'll be your host today. And today we are uh, covering a know thine enemy, and our model that we will be looking at is Dwalin, the Popular dwarf. Choice. I believe he has the Dwarf in his name as well. Yes. Yes. yes Dwell impressive. on the Dwarf.
2: Dwell on the Dwarf.
1: That's right. Has a ring to it. Sure does. So, Travis, do you want to walk us through the profile quickly?
3: I most certainly can. He is move value 5, fight 6 with a shoot value of 4+, plus, strength 5, which is quite nice, defense 6, 3 attacks, 2 wounds, courage of 6, his might, will, and fate is 2, 2, 2, two respectively. His special rules are burly. Fearless and Weapon Master. So what that means is belly means he doesn't have minus one to his two-handed weapon and can lift heavy objects. Weapon Master pretty much does the same thing. So for some reason you have a
1: floy lying around. Redundancy. Redundancy.
2: It's actually relevant in one of the scenarios.
3: Yes, because you can like pull people around maybe. Is it? If he doesn't
1: have his equipment he still gets a Uh, Yeah, That's pretty much
3: it. Worth the shot. Oh yeah,
1: and also um, Gundabad shamans. Yes.
3: Yes. Something yes. like that, I did anyway. think he, of that.
1: He actually, can literally
3: yeah. go and punch on with them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what else have we got?
3: Phyllis automatically passes Courage test he's required to take, and he has a Wargear Two-Handed Hammer.
1: So listening to all that, you can immediately tell he's a pretty offensive fella, isn't he?
3: Yeah, coming in at 95 points and has an option for a pony at 5 points, he is pretty damn nasty and is the reason why he gets taken so much, I think. I don't think anyone else here has seen like a, a new Dwarf Army that doesn't run Dwalin. Or at least Balan. Three attacks at strength
4: five, plus one to wound. Why wouldn't you take him?
2: Wounds most things on, like, fours. I, I, I can't give
3: a that, good... That was an
4: open-ended sort of just <laughs> yeah. general I can't statement. give a good reason for it. To be it answering. was rhetorical, yeah. That's the word.
1: That's right. How would you run Dwalin in an army? Let's throw it open to Charles.
2: Well, actually, the first time I ran him, I ran him as an ally to my Gondor because I was too slow painting my um, Grimhammers. <laughs> but I thought, yeah, I need a big killy model that I can sort of replace that costs less than Boromir. So I'm like, yeah, Dwalin seems to do the job. And he's actually really good at killing things, surprisingly. Yeah, Um, well,
3: Strength 5 definitely lends a lot
2: to that. With a bunch of Fight for Grimhammers around him and some spears from Gondor, which is actually really handy,
3: he tends to get the job done.
1: What models can Dwalin actually lead?
3: Well, he's part of the Erebor army list, so he can lead Grimhammers, uh, Warriors of Erebor with Spear and Shield, and that's really all that's at the it, moment. Uh, Men of Dale. Oh, yes, because they're a part of that list too, aren't they? Army of Thrall, yeah. Yeah, Army yeah, of Thrall yeah. Dale. I've totally forgot about that. I could pick up Charles. But I think the main reason why people love him is that Battle Five Army starter box, you get the whole Thorin's company. He's one of the three members of Thorin's company that can lead troops. Goblin Wait, Town. Wait, what?
2: Battle Five Army starter box. So Sorry, like did I say Battle of Five Army? Yes. You
3: said
4: Battle of Five Army.
2: Escape oh, from Goblin Town. <laughs> did
1: you just come I mean, away, the fact that we have gol- secret
2: spoilers already?
1: maybe you weren't meant to tell the listeners oh
2: damn travis
1: classic travis slip up right there yeah for our loyal green dragon dragon followers you know you've heard that before yeah so
3: <laughs> there's the yeah the escape from goblin town star set you come with the three the three members of Thorin's company that can leave warband so immediately the first thing you're gonna do is go into a warrior of Erebor army and dwalin is a great pick for that army
1: yeah certainly david what would you consider some of dwalin's weaknesses
4: well, the move five springs to mind. Being a dwarf, if we're including him in, say, a Gondor army or a Men of Dale army, he's not going to be able to keep up with the rest of the battle line. However, attack strength five. When he does get there, he's going to make his presence felt. But lack of maneuverability could be a point. He is at hundred points, which is sort of the upper middle tier. Well, he, he's again.
3: more, yeah, more of a mid tier here. I not think. Yeah. He, I think upper tier is more your Aragorn, yeah. Glorfindel, Middle, sort of in there. Full somewhere. power, Ringwraith, Galadriel. Maybe, yes, yeah, maybe. <laughs> upper up <laughs> up tier stuff right there. He's more the mid tier because the, yeah. the two wounds hurts him.
4: Yeah, That's why I was putting uh, him on the upper yeah. middle. In there somewhere. But
1: So that's something I wanted to bring up. He is defense six, which, while it sounds okay, is on the low side for a dwarf. And he's yeah, got those two wounds. nine heroes. Ooh. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> he's got two Look wounds out. and he has two fate. Now, I have seen Dwalin... With cover, albeit a barrel, but with cover, shot out by Hunter Orcs in a single turn.
3: I don't know what you're talking about, man. I don't remember such a that thing. That
1: may have been Travis controlling Dwalin. Well, not really controlling as much as letting the river pull him along. I think
3: the most shocking thing about that was the fact that Jeremy took those shots at him with the Hunter Orcs. Oh, it's yeah, the one time Jeremy rolled like six, 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 sixes. All six. the sixes, yeah. <laughs> Burnt into my retinas.
1: And Dwalin was pulled off the table and out of the river and dead. Yes. Good you. times, good times. So uh, we can see that Dwalin can get into a bit of trouble. He can He's not that hard to take off the board, is he, Charles?
2: No, and that's, that's why I think his biggest weakness is not actually his low wounds. His biggest weakness for me when I was using him with my Gondor army was I wanted to put Defence 6 troops around him, but then he couldn't get the job done. And so, as David said, he slows your army down because you've got to keep him alive. He's very, very soft but he kills things really, really well. Do you put him at the front where he can get shot and then the guys can move around him? Or do you have him having the ways from your soldiers and then he can't really get into combat as quickly as you like? It's a bit of a toss-up and it's a really hard choice yeah, to make. I, th- I think it's the hardest thing with Dwalin.
3: I think one thing that really springs to mind with me with Dwalin is, is I'm going to use an example here from a game I had against Josh with his um, Erebor Dwarf army Now, Josh runs uh, Thorin... Baal and Dwalin. Basically, the three heroes I mentioned earlier, you run some Hammers in there and he runs. some... Can we call them the A-team?
1: <laughs> yes, love it. <laughs> the A-team. Actually, yeah. I think that
3: works pretty well for him. Yeah. They do a bit of everything. But uh, I think the thing I wanted to point out is, I look at that sort of army with uh, Dwalin and the Grimhammers and stuff, and you look at it and go, the only reliable source of damage coming out of those is Dwalin. Plus one to wound at three attacks at strength five He's gonna be wounding most things on fours, sometimes even threes, fives at the worst of times, and that's against a uh, defense seven. No, I'm in that defense eight model. is that's winning right. on fives, yeah. defense eight. That's ridiculous to be able to get to. That's Ringwraiths, Gimli's,
1: even defense nine. Yeah, yeah.
3: It's he can actually walk up to Sauron
2: and give him a nice yeah. yeah and punch that's on that's on the, the thing.
3: Dwalin is the highest reliable damage in most armies. When you see a Dwalin. and so you people focus, people try to shoot him out early. A throwing a character that's bigger than Dwalin to deal with him. And if Dwalin gets knocked out, so much of your damage goes with him. So much reliable damage, you know, there's two, three models he's gonna kill a turn. Well not really three, but he's one the one or two models you know he's gonna be able to put down every turn, getting those kills with, he's gone, and the ability to keep pushing your front goes with it. And I think that's the problem with Dwallin is that he's very easily focusable.
2: You could you could also use that against your opponent if they're not playing a heavy shooting army like goblin town where they're just going to try and avoid him because they know that he will just eat three goblins a turn. Yeah. So they're just you're just going to go okay, so I can spread my stuff out around Dwalin, basically and then you're not going to
3: try and go near him. Mm-hmm.
2: But this, yeah. This isn't so you, you can like use him to shepherd the goblins almost.
3: Well, hell, it was for good reason, too. I mean, I've seen Dwalin in the Escape from Goblin Town, when they're all unarmed, Dwalin walking in and calling out hurric combat unarmed, still killing two goblins, moving into another two and killing another two. That weapon master. Yeah.
4: But this isn't really so much a weakness for Dwalin as a weakness with most heroes. If you put them out to get maximum damage, then they're going to be exposed. Mm. So, is it a weakness for Dwalin, or is it a weakness for heroes?
3: That's a very good point. I think it's... Yeah, you're right. It's a weakness for heroes, but I think Dwalin is very susceptible to this than most heroes. He's got a really... As I said, he's got a big target over the back of his head. And, yeah, if you've got a hero like that with such damage potential with a target, what do you think? I
1: think what I've seen from a lot of players is they they consider the offensive without really taking into consideration the defensive. So you often see players think, right, I'm going to win all my combats with Dwalin, and I'm going to kill things every turn. But if you have one turn where you botch and you're in a bit of trouble, you're in an outer position and you've got something against you that can actually hurt you on the rebound, that's when you're going to get into uh, some issues.
4: If
2: if we're going to think about Dwalin and generalise that his weaknesses are a general thing for all heroes, I think we have to sort of compare him to the other 100-ish point heroes. So, like, you look at someone like Faramir. Now, he's not as good at killing technically but he's a lot better at surviving because of his might. I think a lot of 100-point heroes simply have more might, and they can use that to get them out of situations they don't want to be in reasonably
1: well. That's a fair point. There's probably not a lot of heroes at 100 or close to 100 that don't have the three might points. Yeah, I
3: think the only heroes I'm really... Well, the heroes that are screaming to my mind that 100-point-plus, That I like that as... Kings of Men fully kitted out but even then as you said Charles Faramir hits maybe, that bill more often the better option. maybe we more should just go like or 100 wraiths. point
2: beaters then Aomers and Soladin. but like, yeah the Zolodan things that hit and, that level yeah. Yeah. that
3: 100 break that 100 point mark or come very close to breaking that 100 point mark have some other trick if they have two might points or they have um, something else that gives them an ability to sort of really not care about that extra might. So like Dragon Knights, I know when they're fully mounted, they're 85. And they're that's sort right. of similar ilk mm-hmm. to Barlan in terms of their the combat potential. Duelin. But Dwarlan. Dwarlan, sorry, not Barlan.
4: Plus one to wound in combat could be seen as that extra boost for in exchange for a might point. Yeah,
3: but that's to wound, not to win the combat. And that's where the might comes into play. It's, okay, I'm down to, I've caught a heroic combat, I'm down to a one point might point, you roll fours, you suddenly lost the combat. Yeah. Whereas if you had that second might point and this is a critical heroic combat, you can use those two might points that you would normally have with, say, a Faramir or a Suladan. Or an Aomir. Or an Aomir even as well. You'd be able to boost That guy's underrated dice. everybody. You'd be able to boost those dice rolls from that four to that six that you need to get the critical heroic combat off. But Dwalin sort of stuck there going, I don't quite have the might to boost this. I'm gonna I'm gonna botch here and then the returns can hurt him.
1: So I think it's fair to say that the confidence that having a Dwalin around that can dole out so much damage instills in you, it can actually be a double-edged sword and can force you to put him in a position which you might not otherwise do if he didn't have so much damage output.
3: Yeah, I think the thing with Dwalin is people see, as as you said, the damage output there. It's I'm not going to lie, it is incredible. I don't think there's anyone else in the game that can reliably hit that sort of... Mass damage Spike that Dwalin has. I'm mean, the only models I can really think of right now. A Bolg and Azog. Yeah.
2: You but look at those characters yeah, they're, and go, they're
3: like 30 and 50 points more yeah. than him. Yeah. E- even the other dwarf heroes like Durin and Dane and stuff. They the f- they have the other offset of being 50 points more or being lower fight.
1: But being a lot. Dwalin's
3: bulky, fight six with three attacks. Strength five with plus one to wound. No one else except for Bolg and Azog really hit that. That's but even up. then,
2: like you, which one is a Bolg? He's he's not terribly difficult to kill if he loses fights, just yeah. like Dwalin.
3: Yeah, and that's that's the thing, is they're fragile. They're, they've got so much damage output that if you don't shut them down, they're going to tear through your army. So people shut them
2: it, down. It's like trying to kill zombies with a chainsaw. You actually have to put yourself within <laughs> arm's reach of them.
1: Best analogy. there's too many, on they're the just going to
2: kill you anyway.
1: <laughs> so, uh... So moving on from that and and into the next topic, uh, what would the best way of taking down Dwalin be?
3: To coin one of David's terms, uh, here, sorry for stealing your thunder, David. Yep, go for it. Ring wraiths. Ring uh, did I mention ring wraiths. Ring wraiths really, really hurt Dwalin. In fact, magic casters in general really hurt him because he's only got the two will points. Yes, it's more than generic captain, but you throw those two will points at him. If he fluffs those resist rolls, he's burning might to, re- to burn on the resist. He runs out of resources super quick. And if you can make him burn resist sources, yeah. you can kill a Dwalin.
1: So let's say you don't have a spellcaster. What else can you do
4: against Dwalin? Generally, if at all possible, because his damage output is in combat, you want to kill him before he gets to combat. So if you haven't brought Ringwraiths or if you haven't brought Wizards, then hopefully you've brought Archery.
2: That Harad gunline. Yes.
4: Fill him full of arrows. Fill him full of throwing weapons. Fill him full of rocks if that's all you've got. Just stop oh, yeah. him defense, before combat.
3: Defense 6, even strength 2 bows are going to hurt him. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really yeah.
2: scare him. Poison strength 2 bows even.
4: Mm-hmm. Oh, and with shit. that much damage output, a lot of people want to lead the charge with him. In which case, let him have it.
2: He's an awkward character. Like, I found when I used him, you really want him at the front, but you don't
1: want him at the front. It's, he's, yeah. like, he's like a paradox. So, Charles, if you don't have any spellcasters or archery, is there anything else you can do against him? Yep.
2: Numbers. Numbers. You just give him more guys than he can kill. He'll eventually roll a one. Even if he's got three dice, if he doesn't have a banner, he's got a very small chance of actually doing reasonably well without his heroic stats. Because he doesn't have very many of them, he's going to burn them in, we'll say, six turns. He'll probably be... Gone of out of might.
3: Yeah, just so, on that as well, I think Charles gets a really good point. Yes, Dwallin, amazing damage output, but if you trap and surround him with, like, you know, six guys, and he floss What's
2: that thing you say
3: again, Travis, at the end of every episode? Oh, I believe it goes on or something on the lines of traps <laughs> win games, and I think it's really evident in Traps Dwalin. kill Dwallin. Yeah, okay. they tra- they kill him real quick. You don't even need to be a prowler,
2: you just trap him and roll more dice.
4: I think you also need to remember to follow the objectives, because... If, for instance, you're playing Domination, if you've got nothing to deal with Dwalin, then
1: don't. Go camp on the other four objectives. Yeah, Yeah. or target the army, that sort of thing. He's a a 100-point hero that doesn't provide any actual support to the army. He needs his might to win his combats or to to call heroic Mm. combats, for instance. And
3: I think that's another actually interesting thing, Matt. You say Dwalin needs might to win his combats. Bring another hero with him. Don't send him in alone. Send him in with a friend. He is the best tag team partner you want. You, as soon as you get low, he tags in and he just goes to town.
1: I'd say for sure your best partner to tag team him with would have to be Thorin. Yeah, I was
2: Thorin. about
3: to say, and Thorin at, says hi. Ev- yeah. Even at a pinch, Balan as well. Because Balan can go in there with his one point and go... I don't know. Right, I'm going to call one, her... One hur- dice. I don't like the It's one more dice. the fact that he can go in. He can be the one that procs the heroic combat or he can be the, the one that, that the goes in with the extra point of might to call the critical hero action, and then Dwalin is the one that goes, right, I've got two points to boost if I need it, and if I manage to get through these combats without needing to boost, I've got two points to make sure I can boost my twos to make sure you die.
2: I feel like you'd want Owen with him rather than Balin, though. Just Owen's another good support. Oyin's a great because, choice, Banner, yeah. because Banner...
3: I think even failing that's degenerate captain. Yeah. The, o- the only issue lot, with Oyin,
1: of course, being that uh, he can't lead troops. Yeah, he comes in there.
3: as a quasi independent.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, because he's not in the arable list. That's right.
1: Ori so o- might be another good option as well. Regaining might.
3: Yes. Yeah. Because Don is a good hero killer. The only problem is, as we mentioned earlier, double edged sword. If he loses combat against a hero, he's probably any, dead. Actually, any de- generic hero. I have seen a couple of times Dwalin uh, lose combat against, you know, a single. Actually, I think the best example was against a Hunter or Captain. And then the Hunter or Captain oh, yeah. turns around. That'd be mean. Does two wounds and fails both his fate rolls because he's out of might my- and dies. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's so easy to turn around and revenge Heck, kill.
1: even Strength 4 troops can... Generic Hunter or can
3: oh, do it. Oh, my God. Moran and with spear Harad support. Chopmen.
4: Harad Chopman? Harad Chopman. Yeah, Chopmen. that's terrible. They oh, kill everything, though, so... <laughs> yeah, they just
2: love fighting Defence 6, guys, don't they? Yeah the, yeah, the fact that they go to Force Torn is just...
1: Yeah,
2: a, hey Dwylan, there's eight of us and one of you. How many can you kill before we kill you? Not
3: a lot, because he needs them like to make sure he's winning combats. Yeah. Yep.
1: So I just want to briefly cover something that we didn't. I, I've just realized we didn't really talk about, and that's the pony. Yeah,
3: we didn't. We really didn't talk really about.
1: discuss the pony. Uh, I'll just talk about that briefly. So for five points, you increase wait, your movement.
2: wait. We're the green dragon, not the prancing pony. Do we have <laughs> to discuss the pony?
1: <laughs> 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 just for this cast. Just for this cast. Just Dang this it. Cast. So, Dwylan gains three inches of movement from his pony, and he does get the knockdown because of the changes yeah. in the rules. So, it, it's essentially a slightly slower, slightly weaker horse, and it, it does give him a lot of extra damage. relevance, sure. though,
2: is that he gets three extra inches of move.
1: That's right. That, that is huge mm. for Dwalin. Having taken that into consideration...
3: Just quickly on the pony as well... I think one thing, just after you mentioned that, the, what the pony does is it makes what Dwalin already is, so his combat potential and his vulnerability, I think it sort of doubles that. He makes it more vulnerable because he's likely to get ahead of your army. It's easy to get more guys into him. But at the same time, it doubles his damage output. So it sort of makes him... Oh yeah. you got this small double-edged sword... And then you give him a pony, it becomes this gigantic double-edged sword that you can just mash people with but if you miss that first target and the sword comes swinging back at you you're going to take a lot of being, punishment.
2: He goes from being like the character in Final Fantasy VIII with the gunblade to being like the character in Final Fantasy 7 with the ridiculously huge sword. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now that's a very good point. It does it, it sort of accentuates that aspect of yeah. Dwalin, doesn't so it? So I think we've pretty much covered Dwalin at this yeah. stage. Uh, we might move on to scoring. So, Charles, what would your score be out of 10 for Tualen?
2: Um, I'm going to give him three chickens out of 10, <laughs> just because he's way too much of a confusion storm for me, because you just want him there, but you don't want him there, because he's going to die, but you want him to kill stuff, but he's going to die, and so I'm like, yeah, he's just too much thought. I can't be bothered. <laughs>
4: David? I'm going to have to give him a high score because while I haven't used him, I've played against him enough times to know if you haven't brought enough magic or if you haven't brought enough shooting or if you haven't brought your Mumak with you for some reason, then he is going no. to cause all kinds of mischief and mayhem and just generally destruction before you can stop him. So I'm thinking an 8. Yeah, so. I,
3: I agree with that too, David. Uh, if you position him well, keep him protected, keep a, a mate next to him, he can be extremely... Uh, effective, he can do a lot of things that a lot of heroes can't really reliably do, and I think that's Dwylan's seller point is his reliability. That said, it's offset by his defensive aspects; they're not as good as every other dwarf in the game. I feel like we need
2: to make a picture of that guy sitting in the car, but swap Dwylan's head in, and be all like, just waiting for a mate. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I think... I'll get onto that. He's one of those characters that really needs a dive buddy. He really needs a buddy next to him to go, right, let's tag team this guy down. Because, as I said, he's the best tag team model in the game. If you pair him up with just about any other model, he is fantastic. Barragond. Yeah. Anyone. Anyone. Anybody. Any hero next to him, and he becomes phenomenal. By himself, he's a bit lackluster. So, I'm going to give him a six.
1: Six for just needs a friend. Yeah.
3: <laughs> with with a mate,
1: eight. yeah oh. Okay then. Uh, then you I have just... to
3: add in the points that the
2: mate has base anyway. It's all too confusing. Very true. And and that's
3: why the score is a six.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, look, I'm just going to really quickly give him say a uh, seven. I think he's a very good hero yeah. for doing some damage, and he can backfire badly if you if you don't play him well. So yeah. thanks everyone. Thanks no for worries. joining yeah. me for the Green Dragon podcast. No, no thine problems. Enemy. We've talked about Dwalin today, as always. Traps
0: win games. Welcome to Know Thine Scenario, Dwalin In this segment, I, Jeremy, will talk about the character of the week, Dwalin And put him in scenario context Uh, It's one thing I think is missing from the main Know Thine Enemy episode You may notice that I wasn't in the episode preceding I was looking after my son He might have been crying in the background Sorry, I couldn't remove that But now it's my turn to give my opinion on Dwalin I'm not particularly interested in talking about him in points match games I think scenarios are much more interesting And that's where I'm going from Dwalin is in scenarios from both the Unexpected Journey book and from the Desolation of Smaug book. I'm going to mention the Battle of Dale from Desolation of Smaug first. The nice thing about the Dale scenarios is it gives you an opportunity to use the young Dwalin model, which is a really nice model. So if you manage to get your hand on that, by all means. It's not too different in terms of look from the normal one. Uh, The main difference is the Mohawk. So you could model it on yourself if you wished, but I really like to to use that young Dwalin model in the Dale scenario. This is a three-part scenario. It's very close to a points match, but it's a little bit on the hero-heavy side. So Dwalin's job there is essentially to make sure that he is threatening the heroes on the other side. He's got a lot of power, he's got a lot of offense, his three attacks are really quite strong, and he can team up with Thorin or Thrain or Thror and really lay the beat down on an Azog or another hero. More interestingly, we have the Unexpected Journey scenarios. The first of these is Roast Mutton, where Dwalin's pitted with the Thorin's company against three trolls. He is really good at wounding trolls. If he wins a fight, he is likely to wound a troll with his uh, burly and with his two-handed weapon. So make sure you team him up with a couple good dwarves as well, Thorin or Dory or Glowen or one of the other fighters and really hammer them down with Dwarlan. He's really strong with that. I like to split up my strong heroes and make sure they're fighting in multiple combats. That way I'm likely to get a heroic fight off if I've got a higher fight or a heroic strike off against the Trolls. It's unlikely I'll get the uh, higher fight value because the Trolls are pretty good there, but the strikes are pretty important. So spread them around. The next one is called The Chase. This is where the Thorin's company runs from one side of the board to the other and is protected by Radagast and the Roskabel Rabbits. This is the first of the, the many movement scenarios from the Unexpected Journey. Dwalin's job is just to run with the other dwarves. I like to put him on the side of a formation in this scenario so if he gets charged by a hunter orc or a, a fel wag he's okay he can deal with one quite easily multiples are a little bit of a trouble but he's pretty good in this one but you can't really control where he is the capture is similar as well you've got a very limited five turns to get through a small amount of goblins only 30 warriors and get off the board throw dwell into combat in this scenario push him forward let him carve away through he's really good at killing goblins Flight to Freedom is really interesting. The dwarves have no weapons. They start on the middle plaque in front of the Goblin King, who's just about to give his uh, sort of speech, and then they have to go find their weapons. Dualin can fight without his weapons initially, so the best way to use Dualin is to throw him right in front of the Goblin King. He's got strength 5, so the Goblin King can't pick him up and throw him off the planks, which is the biggest threat here. So you can reliably tank the Goblin King for a turn. This is really, really important. It's one of the roles that Dwalin does really well. So don't be afraid to put him in front of a Goblin King. Don't expect to win, but expect to hold him up a turn, which is really important. The rest of this scenario is all about movement, so Dwalin usually takes a rear guard and just holds up the Goblin King. If you want to go kill him, which is a good idea, put Thorin and Dwalin together into him. Try and get a trap or push him off the edge, and you're well on your way to this scenario. Breakout is another chase scenario, but this one's interesting where the platforms can break with the number of goblins The goblins like to jump up and down the platforms to try and smash them and make sure you've got no path Here it's hard to control where Dwalin is You probably want him at the front of your formation somewhere pushing through You can also use him and try and predict where the Goblin King's gonna come and once again hold him up It's a little bit tricky to move him here, but he's definitely one of your strong options And the final scenario for Dwalin is out of the frying pan this one is another chase. It's one get to the trees, but you get to set up a formation. You're in the open. You've got very fast enemy. So you make basically a ball formation where you put your soft targets in the middle, Bilbo, Owen, uh, the like, all the one attack ones, Ori. And then you slowly make an outside formation with the the two attack models. And finally, the points of your formation are the three attack ones. So once again, your Doris, your glowins your Dwalin, your Thorin. And they try and keep pushing as far as they can, try and keep moving. You don't mind the enemy charging Dwalin in this one. You don't mind it at all. If they kill him, it's bad luck, but it's unlikely to happen. You've got to protect things like your two attack models and your one attack models here. The final two scenarios from the Desolation of Smile book are Flies and Spiders Part 2 and the Barrel Out of Bonds Part 1. In Flies and Spiders, the dwarves from Thorin's company Don't have a lot of resources and they're not often able to be used. They've got a a special rule where you have to roll for them each turn to see if they're active. This means that Dwalin is not as useful as he could be in the other scenarios. He works well as a bit of a bodyguard for Bilbo and Thorin, but you don't have a lot of control over that. Your elves are much better bodyguards. In Barrels Out of Bond, Dwalin is in a barrel so can't really be controlled particularly well. He rarely gets attacked because the hunter orcs tend to ignore him, so he's often a model you can get off, but other than that, he's not particularly reliable. I hope you can see that Dwalin's a really interesting character in these scenarios, and I recommend giving them a go if you haven't already. That's all from me today, thank you, bye. Thank you for listening to the Green Dragon Podcast. Please be advised that the Green Dragon Podcast is not suitable for children, the elderly, pregnant women, Those with a history of heart conditions or anyone expecting to receive worthwhile advice. You can contact us on thegreendragonpodcasts at gmail.com. Yes, it has an S at the end. Or our Facebook page, The Green Dragon Podcast. We do not claim ownership of any works based on J.R.R. Tolkien, New Line Cinema, Warner Brothers or Games Workshop. This podcast is purely for entertainment. The thoughts, as rare as they are, are solely that of our hosts and guests. Farewell, listener. Until we meet again